0: All right, welcome back to the third episode of Thinking Brain and in today's episode we will be doing a story time about a bad financial decision we made. We have some great intermissions for you guys where we'll be discussing skill shops, the pantry competition that's coming up as well as the hearth grants and we'll be talking to you guys about our budget-friendly self-care routine. So all right, guys, so today's topic is going to be tell me about a time when you made a bad financial decision. Kim, do you want to go ahead and
1: go first? I, yeah. Um, so a time that I made a bad financial decision was buying um, emotionally. So I went out and I saw something that I really liked and purchased it. It was a couple hundred. And then I bought it, got it home, and then realized I really didn't need it. And I'm not really good at returning things. So I left it in the house to return and never returned it. So I basically lost $200, never used it. Um, and I ended up just donating <laughs> it. So I went at least to someone who may use it. Uh, that was a really bad financial decision.
0: Oh, dang. Did they pay you for it? You just gave it to them for free?
1: I just gave it to them for free. Well, I I'm guess not-
0: they they inherited something nice, right? So my bad financial decision was when I was around 19. Um, I wanted to get a better car than the um, Volkswagen Beetle that I had. So I was like, you know what, one, I don't feel like saving because when I want something, I kind of want it now. And the second thing was, I really didn't have a good paying job. Um, so I was like, you know what, I still want a car and I want one now. And of course I wanted to get a Mercedes. Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to take out a bunch of loans. I'm going to buy this car and I'm going to be fine. But I didn't understand what, you know, repayments were. I didn't understand about interest. I didn't understand any of that. All that I figured was these people are going to give me a bunch of money I'm going to take out this loan, I'm going to buy this car, and that's going to be that. Um, So after I took it out, then I just started getting all these emails talking about repayments, things like that, and I was like, dang, and then I figured like, oh my gosh, they pulled my credit score, I didn't even know what a credit score was, I didn't even know that they did a hard credit check, I'm like, what is that, so I'm like, oh my gosh, freaking out, my credit score is going bad. So I ended up having, instead of saving my financial aid refunds and the tax refunds and everything, I had to use that money to pay back, essentially, um, all the loans that I had for my car. Um, I wish I would have just saved it. I probably would have found the car for a better deal, and I probably would have had more money in my pocket at that time. So don't be like me, guys. Save up your money if you really want something, and after you're done saving, figure out if you actually still want it or if there's a cheaper option
1: Girl, that is a struggle
0: it was a struggle it was definitely a struggle because all of my aid went to that car I was like dang and then let's not even mention that I still had to service the car do the oil change and everything like that so I'm like uh dad can I have some money (laughs) Because I was like, yeah, I really cannot. I don't know why I decided to buy a car I couldn't afford. But, you know, I was flexing. So that was 19. This is now.
1: But you've learned your lesson and everything is good.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Obviously not, because I still have a Mercedes, (laughs) but at least it's paid off this time.
2: At least you know not to do it (laughs) again.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Amani, do you want to tell us about a bad uh, financial decision you made or a decision, financial decision you made in general? Oh, um, sure. I can tell you about a financial decision I recently made. Uh, a bad financial decision I recently made would be purchasing a pair of shoes for about like $200. Did I have the money for it? Yes. But should I have spent it? No. Why? Because I bought shoes the day after I got paid and there were, other things i could have paid like all of my bills and stuff like that so i'm an impulsive buyer sometimes you know what and i'm not even gonna lie that happens like come payday you're like you know what i'm gonna get these shoes that i've been looking at and then that's when all the automatic payments want to come out of your account and you're like dang oh. I, I, thing I, thing is, I, I wasn't even know. looking at the shoes for that like i literally just saw them
1: that night and i was like
0: yeah i want these i just went and bought them right then and there oh yeah Yep, I wasn't even looking at them for long. I was just like, I kind of need these, went and bought them, and that was that. But do you still like the shoes?
1: Oh, of course I do. I love the shoes.
0: All right. Well, hey, sometimes you got to spend some money on yourself. Have you worn them? No, I have not. I haven't worn half the shoes that I own. That is an interesting, (laughs) that is interesting. I have a lot of shoes. So you're like a sneakerhead? Oh, very much so. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That was that was definitely me in high school, and then, as Kim will tell you, as I got older, it's blazer and heels.
1: Definitely blazer and heels. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Anika, do you want to tell us what what happened? I said I like organization, so I like planners and notebooks, and pens, and stuff like that, so as soon as I see something I like it, I buy, I have so many notebooks that I haven't even written in, and they just sit there.
0: You know what, you actually got me into planning, you and um, another specialist named Angie, you all got me into planning, because I would just put sticky notes everywhere, I was not into, like, the whole, let me get a calendar, this and that, like, no, so that is, that is appreciated, and, you know, now I'm going broke because of Kim.
1: Always happy to help, always happy to help. (laughs) (laughs) for <laughs> this program. So then we can teach you how to, you know, get some more money into your pocket. So Done. I'm done.
0: <laughs> Anika, do you want to tell us about a financial decision that you made?
3: Yeah. So a financial decision, a bad one that I've made. um I don't think I've really made too many. Fortunately, that's, you know, really good, but I can say that I don't like to spend money on food and it turns out to be, you know, a waste of money. Either I don't like it or some, something like that so for example a um, couple months back I went to a restaurant I don't want to say the restaurant's name but um, it was a very expensive one it was pricey and, and you know I call myself want to go and experience different different types of foods you know so I end up purchasing something and it was not good at all um, including everyone else's plate as well so that was something that I regretted really bad and where I should have just like went and got some chicken and fries, like I was thinking originally. So that was a bad thing for me.
0: Don't you just hate when that happens? Because like when you don't like the food, you still have to go back and get more food.
3: Yeah, we had to do that. We we had to do that. So that that wasn't good,
1: but
0: yeah. Yeah, no, that, that happened to me. Over
1: $20 or something? uh more yeah you see I'd have been really upset too
3: <laughs> they would have had to take it yeah back. I was highly upset you know highly upset
4: they would have had to take that's the, the thing back. I did
3: that's the thing I did too I did but still didn't work out oh man so I guess the are restaurant... bummed out I, I'm even feeling depressed talking about it I don't <laughs> like spending money on food and I don't eat it <laughs> so no bringing up memories
0: yeah no that I, I'm the same way like especially when the picture looks good or like something on the menu sounds good and you get it and you're just like nah this this ain't it
3: exactly yeah
1: See, i'm a visual buyer when it comes to food so if you tell me that you show me that plate of food and it looks good i expect it to look and taste good so that's how most of them get me and i'm like oh no this was not it oh yeah remember that food that we
0: ate Mm -hmm. in your office kim and we were like, what is, <laughs> what is this?
1: Yep. Thank God it was under 10, but I was like, oh, no.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: This is why I usually stick to what I know. Oh, so yeah, I
0: can't do it. For sure, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be spontaneous, but sometimes you're like, dang, win some, lose some. The only time I'm spontaneous with food is when I'm out with my dad and he's paying for it. <laughs> Then I feel bad for their pockets because I'm not going to eat it. I don't feel bad. He never comes to see me. (laughs) Oh, wow. Sometimes
4: I feel like you have no choice but to eat
0: it. You don't want to make the chef cry. Oh, that's cool.
3: I'm not eating it. No, I will not eat it. I will not eat it. Talking from a chef herself, you
5: know. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: It would make me feel bad if you paid so much for this food and... You don't like it, you know?
2: They should feel bad that you paid so much for that food and they didn't cook it right.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That's that's true, too. Thousand percent agree. Like, you know, they've been making this forever, so I'm sure they know there's people that just don't like it. It's time to take it off the menu. Exactly. (laughs) Retire the whole, just throw the menu away. All right. Redo it. (laughs) Agreed. <laughs> All right, Rebecca. Do you want to tell us about a time that you made a bad financial decision, or a financial decision in general?
4: Yes. Um, this is actually a bad financial decision I made. So it was around the time where I first opened up a bank account, and it there's like an exciting feeling you have when you first open one up, like oh, I get to spend money now, this and that, and so. What happened was my mother put in, um, saved up money into my savings account. And at the time I wasn't working. So I would take out money from the savings account to spend. And I got in big trouble for that because, you know, you're not really supposed to touch your savings. You know, you want to keep it there to save for emergency funds or whatnot. And that kind of screwed me up in the future because I wish, now that I could have still kept some of that money that I had spent for my savings, I would still have it.
0: You know what? And and not even going to lie. A lot of us have done that. Yeah. I, I, Me too. I, I've done that for some stupid stuff. Like not even emergency type stuff. Just, just cause. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, oh, this looks nice on Amazon. Like just because like i would just sit there at 3 a.m in the morning and be like oh my gosh i didn't know i needed up i needed some shoelaces why not and it's like really you need didn't be-
1: need them last week you need to be in bed stay off of amazon <laughs> <laughs> Amazon well, my- kills Is your back
0: account it does and they do it on purpose they really do it on purpose and it's like I don't need it but I want it and now I'm gonna have it and a week later I'm not
1: going to need it
0: exactly but right now it seems valid
1: exactly no like like last night I ordered um from Amazon speaking of ordering I ordered some floating shelves last night and it was supposed to be here today at 10 a.m. Got it. I'm like, oh wait, this is not the size I really wanted. And I'm like, eh, I should not have ordered this last night. I saw it, I wanted it, and I purchased it. And I'm like, Ugh.
0: Oh no, same same thing will happen to me. I'll look at my room and then I'll be like, you know what, I want to redo everything. I want a different color scheme. That's it, I'm buying everything new. And then I will get new furniture and everything and forget that I have to put it together because it's coming from Amazon. Now the boxes are just sitting there because I'm like, I'm not putting this together. I'm like, really?
1: Brenda, it's like you need some help and we are a supportive group and we will definitely help you with your bad decision making. Is this this an AA
0: meeting? Hi, my name is Brenda and I have a shopping (laughs) addiction. (laughs) done oh man this podcast is exposing me all right let's move to the next person (laughs) Aaron tell us about a time that you made a bad financial decision or a financial decision in general
2: um okay so um with with a bad financial decision I well I'll give you a backstory first so I do a lot of investing whether it be in crypto or the foreign exchange market or anything I can just invest in So um, I was investing in crypto, um, Bitcoin to be specific, and I wouldn't say how much I invested, but it was more than, let's just say it was more than a thousand dollars that I invested in. But I didn't do my research on it at that time because I was so used to just buying into it. So I bought into it when the market was very bad and I lost over a thousand dollars in less than 24 hours. Oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, like, it wasn't like where, um, if I lost that money, like, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, I invested it knowing that there's a possibility of me losing it. Um, but it was just bad because, like, it did set me back a little. Um, right. but you know, it. Did, at least it didn't take like such a big dent in my life or something
5: mm-hmm. yeah
2: so oh, wow. that, was, that was I think that was one of the worst financial decisions I made um because I 95% of out of 95% of the time I usually make good financial decisions but it was just because I didn't do research that time so it's really it showed <laughs> wow
0: dang I haven't made an investment one, but um at least you weren't that financially hurt by it. I mean, it, that's a lot of money. Like that yeah. that is a lot of money. Um, but you were you were able to pick yourself back up, right?
2: Yeah, I was. Um okay. I, I once I invest, I know um there's a chance of me losing that's so why I only invest what I could afford to lose. Um, but at that time it it did set me back because that was some of the money that I was using to buy my car. But mm-hmm. I just ha- I had a couple of months again to buy my car because I was saving up for it. So it did set me back like an extra two months to be able to buy my car. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least eventually I got back the money that I lost from it.
0: That's good. And, and you know what? That was honestly a smart financial decision to begin with was because you invested money that you were okay of losing like you knew what to expect coming in like yeah. it wasn't like you know let me invest my rent money and hope that it can double
2: oh yeah no that's but,
0: crazy right like you know what i mean like some i mean you'll be surprised you would be surprised some people will be sitting there in the hard rock hotel investing their rent money yeah. in hopes that it'll double
2: <laughs> yeah no i don't advise anyone to do that right I think you should just invest crazy. what you can afford to lose mm-hmm yeah because you don't want to invest something and then if you lose all then you have no idea what to do or how to bounce back from it
0: exactly yeah exactly that's yeah that's a thousand
4: percent correct
2: yeah
4: that's crazy it makes it seem like investing is kind of scary It's just like you don't know what you're gonna accidentally invest or put what kind of money you're putting into there
2: yeah it's true i mean it's it's a good thing when you get um, your returns on it, but um, there's also that possibility of you losing your investment too, because it's like a 50 50 chance basically. So, mm-hmm. oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, Kim got quiet on that part Kim <laughs> <best>. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: cry right now, so that's dollars. Oh man, so thousand <laughs> know, dollars. I would not be a happy camper. I'm, just, I'm trying to trust say. me,
2: I wasn't happy for a long time, but I mean, at least I still had money in it where I was able to make it back. I just had to wait a little longer,
0: right? <laughs> right, right.
2: So, at least yeah, it didn't I mean... kill me <laughs> or anything.
0: Oh, for I mean, for sure, <laughs> I think that's the most important part was that you're you're okay with
1: that well, thank you for that wow i would be on the women and um hot dog college life for real for real but like, <laughs> no money until i get that thousand dollars some way somehow <laughs> <laughs> nah y'all gonna give me those herf
0: grants
2: <laughs> Fox.
0: i'll be calling as a student where's my herf grants <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's when you look for all the money everywhere, right?
0: <laughs> Remember that one hundred dollars I lent you? Yeah, you seven just start years <laughs>
2: everyone asking them for their for money that they owe you.
0: I, I need I, that back today. <laughs>
1: looking for those quarters and dimes, those right. pennies.
2: You sit on your bed and you just start counting them I say, "Okay, I have ten dollars here. I can go buy Walmart and change." Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm done, done. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. All right. Melissa, tell us about a bad financial decision that you made or a financial decision in general.
5: Well, I'm an impulsive buyer. So basically my whole life. Um, um Right now, you know, I discovered Afterpay and Klarna and then I just started wilding out with it. So now I have like... One payment from Afterpay and another payment from Klarna and then I have another payment for my credit card and they're all due at the end of this month. So basically half of my paycheck is going to those silly little payments, but it's okay because it was cute stuff. So a little investment on myself, you know but it's- <laughs> at least you liked what you got. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I don't regret buying it. But, you know, whenever it's time to pay for something, you're just like, why can't I just not do that?
2: I definitely agree with that. Like, you'll buy something and then you'll be happy about it. But then when you check your bank statements, it's like, oh, my goodness. Why did I do that?
0: I know. Oh, my goodness. No, especially when the check hit and everybody's asking for money back. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, dang, I did buy that, didn't I? All right. And Amazon does it too. Amazon does the payment things. Oh boy.
2: <laughs> That's why I never do that for payment thing. Like the, um, what Melissa said, because I'm like, I don't want to have to pay for this after I buy it because then I'll be like, I don't want to pay for it at all. I was like, I'll just regret everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Same. My rule of thumb is I will give it at least a week if I still want it after like a week or so then I'll get it if I don't after a week or so then I never needed it
2: yeah I agree with that I just sleep on it that's mm-hmm. why I never make purchases in the night because that to me that's when you're most impulsive it like is. after 12 in the night when you're just up looking at stuff and you just buy them so I'll exactly. sleep on it before I actually purchase it exactly
1: Brenda. you can't say exactly because you be shopping at midnight you know it's, and it's not my
0: fault it's, it's really not my fault it's not like it just sometimes it just pops up on the screen, like, hey, buy me. And I'm like, hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I like, you're asking politely.
4: <laughs> I like that you do like the I'll wait a week to see if I like it thing. Cause sometimes I just wait like a few days. I'm like, you know what? It kind of looks good.
0: Let me get it. But I don't oh, even yeah. give it a week. I have, no. yeah, I have to.
5: Yeah, when I like something, I have to get it right then and there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that it trips me up. Once I get it right then and there, then I'm like, dang, I really don't want it anymore. But I don't know. I guess it, it depends on what it is, I guess. Yeah. All right. So we are going to get into Nicole's. Um, She put hers in the chat. So I'm going to go ahead and read it out loud. So she said, I decided to go to study abroad back in 2018 to the Netherlands. That's nice. I paid $200 to put a deposit on my seat. However, my Bridges refund was coming at the end of the semester and I knew there was upcoming budgets for the trip coming up, which I was planning on paying with the refund, but I thought I couldn't because it's coming at the end of the month. And that caused me to panic and I decided to cancel on going on the trip without talking to anyone. I couldn't get a refund and I worked in student development in the next semester and someone who did go on the trip said I could have done a payment plan. The lesson that um, the lesson of the story, don't act out of nerves, anxiety, panic, enjoy life, but act with a level headed, even spontaneous um, traveling. You know what? And she said, the dopamine rush, I like to put my phone in my mom's room to go um, to my practice because I scroll on Etsy. I scroll on Etsy a lot too. And then with your... Um, with what you were talking about nicole that is really really important like it's it's something to note because i i don't know about you guys but i've seen this a lot and if they will say new york is out of gas and you know what florida will do buy up all the gas and of course i will come and buy up all the gas knowing that i don't need gas or they'll say hey atlanta is out of water nobody else is out of water, but Atlanta is out of water. What will Florida do? Buy up all the water. And I'm like, why do we panic buy so much for things that really don't relate to us?
2: Yeah, that's just Florida people. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they say Florida and New York are the craziest people.
0: That is true. I'm, I'm crying right now. Nicole says I will buy gas and I don't even have a car. Where are you putting the gas? <laughs> Nicole, can you give me some of that gas? <laughs> the, so yeah. so she putting the gas. <laughs> I'll be paying Nicole for gas. She said for later when I do have a car. Does wow, gas- that is uh, does gas expire? Is that was somebody gonna say that? Yeah, I was gonna ask, <laughs> does gas expire?
5: That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if gas expires. If <laughs> it does, um, Nicole, you might want to rethink. <laughs> that could be a giveaway present.
2: <laughs> some gas. That's one I, giveaway. I'll, I'll apply. Right.
0: I will I will definitely take that. I will definitely take that. Oh my goodness. That is that's hilarious. That I love everyone's stories. That was amazing and you know it's just to show um it's just to show everyone like we're human too we talk about you know savings and budgeting and your taxes and all these things like that but we are human too sometimes we make mistakes and we're like uh shouldn't have done that um and then you know we work it out we overcome that and that's how we're able to teach you all by experiences As well. So, we definitely want you guys to know that today. So, we are going to get into our intermissions for the day. Um, So, Kim, do you want to talk about the pantry?
1: Yeah. I love how you just keep, you know, throwing my name out there every five seconds. Yeah, everybody's going to know your name. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, we are doing a pantry contest to help our student body um, who may not have um, enough food at the current moment, struggling a little bit financially. We do understand the pandemic has hit a lot of us, all of us in some way, shape, formal fashion. So um, we're asking um, students, faculty, staff um, to donate whatever they can um, to our student development on any campus. So if you are, let's say at Poinciana, which is our furthest campus out there. So Poinciana campus, you could drop off food um, to the student development at the Poinciana campus under our program name, so FLAP, and um, they will put your name down, your name, student ID number, and that information will be sent to us in order for us to tally up and see who was able or was blessed enough to donate um, the, to donate the most at their campuses. So we are doing the top three donators and they are getting um prizes at each campus. So if you won the prize at, at um at, let's say Poinciana, because you will point you donated all your stuff at Point and then somebody else donated the same amount as you at each campus, both of you will get um um prizes first place second place and third place so we have up um some air fryers up for grabs we have uh, other cooking utensils and definitely we also do one to show our appreciation so um we're also giving the gift of food pre-prep um meal kits um where you do not have to go grocery shopping and we are able to um bless the student with um, some food for the week, you know, like HelloFresh type of deal, um, but not HelloFresh name brand. <laughs> so that is the pantry uh, competition. It's running on every campus. So Siena, Lake Nona, um, downtown, West Campus, East Campus, went Park, and I hope I did not miss any of our campuses. Um, and um, dropping it off at any of the student development or student engagement offices for downtown campus. And um, the competition is running until December 12th. So and there is a um, information on the items to donate on our um, social media pages. So definitely check that out or um, messages. And we can send you the link. Nice. Thank
0: you. Thank you for that, Kim. So we are going to jump into the skill shop that we just had. Um, now, I know Aaron and Nicole is on this call, but they both did the skill shop September 26th. So um, Nicole is through chat. So Aaron, do you want to talk about how that skill shop went? October,
1: unless you went, had a time machine and went back to September 26th yesterday. Did I say September? <laughs> I did. My bad. October
0: 26th. You all heard it here first.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, so, um, uh, well to me, I think the skill shop went good. Um, we talked about scams, identity theft, and um. student loan debt. So there were a lot of students that didn't know, um. you know, about the different types of student loans and how they can get scammed and how their identity can be stolen. So I think it was really good. Um with giving students that information that they didn't know about. Um, I can't say how the students actually took it because, you know, I was the presenter. So if any one of you were there, that would be good for you, you know, to get the feedback. But personally, I think it went well.
1: So I was um, someone in the audience just listening and checking out your presentation. I will definitely say I was really impressed. It was really cool. You guys did a spooky finance and you guys themed your presentation that way. So it looks, um, and I'll, I'm going to be honest, I was multitasking. So I saw some of the presentation, definitely heard it. Um, but in terms of actually looking at it, I think you guys did your presentation in a um, in a haunted house kind of schematic where your PowerPoint was like kind of going through different floors and everything. So that was really cool. I like how you guys, you know, did it virtually where your PowerPoint was more like, you know, okay, you're on level two and this is what's happening or whatever the case may be um, with the um, presentation. And I also loved how you had a guest speaker addition financial talking about the importance of you know, a checking account, um, savings account, what they do and what they could do for our student body. So that was really cool. I enjoyed your presentation.
2: Thank you.
0: Nice. Thank you so much for that. And remember, we will have another opportunity um to do uh for you to come in for a skill shop. Before I mention that, I do want to put in what Nicole said. She said she really enjoyed it because was able to give information she needed to hear. Um, She says, I'm trying to budget better, and I used to believe in the fast success and Everyone has my best interest, and now I'm aware these scammers are everywhere. Yeah, these scammers will tell you anything. They will tell you anything. Don't listen to the ones that tell you they're Nigerian princes. They're not. They don't exist. I can say that because I'm African, but still, you know, they don't
2: Personal experience with this or something.
0: (laughs) 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 They don't exist. So um, if you want another opportunity to, Come into one of our skill shops and learn. We will be doing a budgeting skill shop November 9th. Um, so we will leave information on that on our social medias as well as our um, other previous skill shops. So you can definitely go ahead and check that out as well. So our last intermission is going to be the HERF grants. Now, um, I will confess, UCF has already given out the HERF grants back in September. So with my HERF grants, of course, if Nobody knew. I am a student taking classes at UCF. And UCF classes are very, very expensive. One semester can run you up to $3,000 easily. So I paid off my classes with that um, for the term. But I want to know, what, what are you guys doing with your HERF grants? That's coming up. I know the application is opening November fifth for students. So all of our Valencia students that are listening, the application is opening up November fifth. So you want to monitor your Atlas for that. But what did you guys? What are you guys planning to do with your PERF um, grants? If nothing, and you're just planning to save it, then you could say that too.
2: Um, well, with mine, I'm pl- to be honest. I didn't really plan on what I'll do with it as yet. Um, but most likely, I'll save it. Um, because I am planning to transfer to UCF. I know that you said that UCF classes are so expensive. Most likely it will, it will go towards savings. Um, and if I don't save it, then there's a high chance of me investing it as well.
0: Okay, so I said the UCF classes are expensive because um, I'm in the master's program. So I don't get any type of financial aid or financial oh. assistance so that's why my classes are three thousand dollars but as an undergrad um at UCF they were similar prices to Valencia
2: yeah okay mm-hmm. that makes sense but yeah I'll still most likely I'll save it or invest it I'm not sure which one I'll do as yet though
0: nice at least you're thinking about that and that's what's important yeah. that is definitely what's important
1: um like, you do your research Aaron
2: oh, Trust me, I learned my lesson <laughs> <laughs>
0: So Nicole says that she wants to budget into a, um, into many into her different savings. Um, she used to struggle with savings for an emergency budget, budgeting, um, for traveling, her guitar, and investing. And I, you know what, I think that's important also to put your to put it into many savings because sometimes we're just like, you know, I'll put it into one lump sum saving account, and you don't necessarily know what you're saving for, and because you don't know what you're saving for. The moment that a huge opportunity comes to spend it, you're about to withdraw everything from that account and spend it because you don't, you know, there's no plan of, okay, this, I want to go on this trip. So I'm going to set this amount of money for that trip. Or, you know, I really want to get a new car. So this portion of my savings is for that new car. So that way, you know, if some opportunity comes up, you're not like, you know what, I'm going to take everything from my car savings to my trip savings and put it all into that. So that's, that's a really good um, idea just to kind of section off what it is that you are um, saving for. So does anybody else, is anybody else doing anything with their HERF3 grants?
4: Um, I haven't thought too much about it as well, but I mainly want to put it into like, um, paying for dorm rent because it can be a little pricey. So Mm -hmm. I want to put some into there and then some into my savings account and then set aside some money to, uh, invest in like a smartwatch since I want to start, uh, getting out and working out. And it'd be nice to keep track of all of my stats.
0: Oh, that's nice. Do you have
4: any in mind? Um, I was told about the Galaxy Watch. It's pretty affordable and it does the same things as the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. but it's much cheaper. So
0: I was thinking about that one. Okay, that's nice. Let me know how it is. Because I have the Apple Watch, but you know, I, I don't use it to work out.
1: It's <laughs> pink because I will definitely, you know, if, if there's any reason you dislike it, it's you could just, you know, remember me. Yeah, just, just like you gave
0: away your bad purchase. <laughs> Kim is trying to inherit something. <laughs> Done. All righty. So that is it for our intermission today. So we are going to get into our second topic. Um, now, our second topic is how do you practice a budget-friendly self-care? I know all of you practice self-care because I've never seen one of y'all looking dusty. So I know you do something at home to practice self-care. So Kim, do you want to start us off? How do you practice self-care? Because your hair is always done. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah. So I actually try and do my own hair. i not a professional braider or anything, um, but I definitely go out and you know, look on online and figure out how to do my own hair. It does take quite a bit of time to do, but that is something I could do for myself. And if I do decide to do something professionally, um, so I will go do it a couple of times just to watch and learn from them and then, um, and then go ahead and practice on myself. So let's say if I had known, so what I usually do sometimes was, um, just recently was, um, doing nails. So I love getting my nails done. Um, but the prices of getting nails done professionally is very, very expensive because I like to do manicures and pedicures and everything like that. So I have been going for years and watching them and everything like that. So I started buying, um, the kits and just trying them at home because, of course, the kits are affordable. And the money that I decided to save from doing, by um, going out there, I turned it into purchasing those items and then just restocking the items as I get low on it. So it definitely saves me, um, you know, a hundred and something dollars. So I will spend maybe 50 and I'm able to then put it into something else that I've been been putting off on buying for myself because I didn't have the funding. So that's how I do um, budgeting and self-care at the same time.
0: Oh, I really like that. I, I honestly do that as well. Um, I kind of, also I, when I used to get like um, a pedicure, I would kind of watch what products they're using, especially if I really liked the color or I just really liked the um, type of, like whatever type of product they were using, I would kind of watch what they're doing and then I would Google it myself to see like how much it is um, and then just purchase it and do it, at, um, do it at home myself. So for me, one of the budget friendly self-care things I, that I do is I do like facials and things like that at home. Um, especially during the pandemic, it was definitely hard to go out and get a facial or go out and get your nails done because a lot of things were closed. Um, so what I would do is I would YouTube or Google, um, like what's the best facial? How can I do this facial to get, you know, rid of this acne or whatever the case may be. Um, and I would find some really good, like household, um, things that I can use. And it got me using more natural products like, um, tea tree oil, coconut oil, things like that, um, rather than going out to to the spa or something to get, um, a facial. So that's something that I typically do for my self-care and I do it maybe like once or twice a week, I'll do that. And I'll just kind of decompress and just take care of myself and, you know, just go from there. So thanks for that, Kim. So you're saying, us, uh, Brenda, sounds great. I'm there. What day, what time? Um, yes. So I am located in nowhere and, um, you can meet me nowhere. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know you're interested. I'm not licensed. (laughs) Done. Anika, do you want to tell us about your um, budget-friendly self-care routine or anything that you do um, just to take care of yourself um, in a budget-friendly way?
3: Um, Similar to what Kim said, basically, I would do my own hair myself. So that can be either braids or putting on wigs so I don't, you know, want to go and spend, like, what, 200 plus, 100 plus on a wig, and then spend that exact same money on someone installing it, so I will just either do it myself, um, braid my hair, or try to find natural styles, and with that, on um, what you said, with, like, natural products and stuff, so I will use, um, like, oils instead of like going to the you know hair store and purchasing something that's expensive
0: oh that's true that is the truth when you're buying like wigs or weaves or whatever the case may be they can cost you a lot of money mm-hmm. and then going to get them done afterwards oh my gosh like depending on the hair like you're looking at like 700 and up so it's it, it can get pricey so knowing how to do yeah. your own hair is a plus that is a plus for sure it is. All right. So, Aaron, you want to tell us about your budget-friendly self-care?
2: Um. Well, to be honest, I don't do so much. Um. I'm big on cutting my hair every two weeks. If I can do it each week, I'll be happy, but that wouldn't be so smart. So, um, every two weeks, I go to cut my hair. I know how to cut my hair for myself, too, because of COVID. COVID taught me how to cut my hair, but um, I don't know, I just feel better when I get it professionally done, and I'm big on my nails, I don't like dirty nails and stuff like that, so I learned how to do that for myself because I refuse to just go and do it professionally when I can save money and do it at home, and with facials and stuff, I try to do that as much as possible, and just, you know, take care of myself. So really the only good. thing that I really spend money on is my hair. That's-
0: that is really, really good. Yeah. That is, that's really, really good. I, I definitely like that. Um, and I think that you... Um, I think that you talking about that, because a lot of guys are like pretend like they don't do facials, you Mm. know, and and with guys, you know, they they do. They wake up perfectly. And me, I just wake up like a turtle (laughs) and evolve into a human being by the time I have to be at work. (laughs) And I'm like, dang, you guys do little to nothing. And (laughs) I got to do all of this. And I'm like, dang, that's Mm -hmm. a lot. So yeah. that's de- yeah that's cool to hear that is definitely cool to hear so all of our guys watching because surprisingly it's a mostly with this podcast it's a lot more guys than girls that watch mm-hmm. this podcast and which is funny because I think it's because we talk about finances here yeah. um but yeah so all of our guys listening you heard it here first from Aaron you you know what to do you, you all know what to do I don't even need to tell you anymore you know what to do.
2: <laughs> they do. Trust me, they they maybe do it on the low without even saying anything.
0: Oh, they definitely do.
2: They definitely (laughs) do.
0: I know they do. They don't got to tell us. Y'all just got to tune in. You just got to tune in. You don't have to tell
2: us.
0: (laughs) All right, Rebecca, you want to tell us about your self-care? Of course. So
4: usually when I guess I'm overwhelmed or feeling stressed out, I like to just um, go on YouTube and kind of look up choreography videos since I think uh, dancing is a great way to just kind of forget about everything that's going on and you just focus on how to do the moves right and you're just having fun with it. Uh, like, I like to use YouTube as a big source of self-care, such as finding meditation videos or just relaxing music to use in the background if I'm just outside and I just want to chill out and just, you know, be in the
0: moment. Oh, I like that. That I like that for sure. Just kind of calming your mind is so important because with self-care, you definitely want to start on the inside.
1: And that that right there is very important. Definitely. And Rebecca, I'm so with you with the dancing. I love to dance, even though I tell people I don't know how to dance. Really don't, but I just love just doing anything. So I also um I invested in beach body. Uh, and all I do literally do their dance choreography it's so much fun what I do the most right or wrong is so much fun like I was on YouTube and I saw it and I kept watching it and I finally bought it and it's so much fun to do plus it helps you keep in shape exactly
0: oh yeah it definitely does and you would be surprised how you know how sometimes you watch some of these people and like you may see them do something wrong and you're like oh come on and then when you get up to do it you're like oh that move is kind of hard right? (laughs) Maybe I just don't know how to dance, so (laughs) maybe that's what the issue is. Anything to keep yourself out of the
4: stress zone is a good way. (laughs)
0: Exactly, thousand percent agree. Thank you for that. So you all know if you want to, if you want to stay stress-free, go ahead, dance, dance it off, dance it off. Definitely start from the inside and just make sure that you're working on yourself and then you can move on to the outside so thank you for that rebecca no problem all right so melissa do you want to tell us about your budget friendly um self-care
5: yes so i was actually thinking a lot while you guys were talking and i was thinking more of like physical appearance self-care about like buying little face masks from target and stuff like that But I think the thing that I do that I don't really think about doing much until we started talking about this was that whenever I feel like upset or like angry or something, and it just so happens to be raining, I just sit like in my patio and like little roofed porch area and I just watch it rain and I instantly feel calmer. So I think that's like, at least for me, that helps. Um... Another thing, like if I'm ever feeling anxious or something, I don't know, I have this thing where I like to feel clean at all times. So I'll like take a shower or like brush my teeth and I'll feel significantly better. Or I'll sit down and meditate, even though I'm not really good at doing it at a regular basis. But when I do, it um, really grounds me and it's really helpful. And yeah.
0: And you know what? I like the fact that you know when to step back and when to be like, okay, you know what, I just need time for myself. Um, I just need time to clear my mind. And this is what I'm going to do. Let me step away from this situation. I think sometimes we are, you know, as humans, we're our worst critics. So we're able to just sit there and be like, no, just don't think that way. Just, you know, let it go do something fun. Just get around people. And sometimes you just have to be alone, clear your thoughts, come back and be like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to you know interact with people and i think that that is so important so sitting on your porch watching the rain and just kind of you know seeing nature and things like that i think that that's definitely important so that is that's really cool thank you thank you for that melissa and i think there's definitely different ways of doing that as well um you know if let's say for instance you may not have a porch you can open up your window and watch the rain there are sounds on YouTube that you can, you know, hear brain sounds or, you know, journal or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do just to kind of clear your head. I think that, you know, that's definitely something that you all can take into consideration as well. And again, it's inexpensive, actually, it's free. So you can definitely do that too um, if you just want to uh, cleanse your mind and things like that. So, I am going to go ahead and pass it over to Nicole. Um, And again, she's in the chat. So I'm going to read um, off what she's saying. So she says, One of my biggest insecurities is my acne, and mine can get really bad because of my hormone imbalance. So I decided to start Curology because I've been going to dermatologists for years, and I decided to spend this money for my confidence and try something different. I've been going back and forth to see if this was something that was, eh, this is something that's worth my money. And yes, it is feeling good, and my skin is something I definitely want to invest on. Um, And then she says... And I blast Liza, um, Lizzo. So if you, all, you guys don't know who Lizzo is, look her up. Look Liza up. She's, she's a person that has amazing confidence. And um, Citrin playlist on Spotify to feel good and dance while I'm waiting for the bus. And in my house, and my mom gets so angry to lower the volume. And I try to get her to dance with me. And I'm like, mommy, does this rock your soul with some soap? Doesn't this rock your soul with some soap? loving I love that I love that so we have we have quite a few dancers here we have quite a few dancers here and definitely um do something that makes you feel good on the outside invest in yourself I think that that is definitely important um and sometimes we as humans love to pour that confidence into our friends into our families into people around us and sometimes you just have to invest in yourself and make sure that you're good in order to and your glass is full in order to continue pouring out into other people as well. So I I love that response. Thank you so much for that, Nicole. So does anybody have any closing thoughts before we end today's podcast? Yeah, I agree. Don't pour from an empty glass. Definitely don't do that. Take care of yourself first. And then, you know, you're able to take care of others and they can see that you're doing it from a genuine place. You were going to say something, Rebecca?
4: Yeah, uh, I was going to say, you know, don't feel ashamed to have made a bad financial decision. You know, it helps you grow into somebody that can be smarter with their money. And there's a lot of people around you who can relate to having done
0: uh, some mistakes in the past with their money. Second, I completely agree. Do not feel ashamed. That's what this podcast is for. We're your peers talking about our financial decision. At the time that we made it, we were not giggling and laughing with each other, but it is something that we learned from. And that's why we're telling um, all of you this as well. So I want to thank everybody for tuning into episode three of Thinking Green. As you can see, we had a lot of, just a thick amount of information in our story times in our self-care. So if you're ever looking for something to do, Um, on a budget with your self-care, or if you're thinking of making one of those financial decisions that we made, you may want to think twice. Um, Also, if you are interested in anything to do with your HEARF grants or savings, definitely tune into this episode of the podcast. Um, Stay tuned for our uh, pantry and the giveaway that's happening Um, at the end, uh, well, in the middle of December, as well as our skill shops that just passed October 26th and the one to come November 9th. So thank you all for tuning in. Watch out for more of our podcast during episode four. Your mind will definitely be blown in episode four. So thank you all again for watching and we will see you in the next episode.